0: Welcome to all of you, and also a hearty welcome to our podcast listeners throughout the world. Today is the last Sunday of 2019, and we're going to be doing our intention-setting golden bowl ceremony. But I think to get started, we deserve a New Year's joke first. (laughs) So it was one minute to midnight on New Year's Eve, and Joan noticed there was a fellow at the bar holding his left leg off the ground. Well, a fellow approached him and began to discuss something. The music, though, was so loud at the dance, it prevented Joan from really hearing them. But soon, the other man was also holding his left leg in the air. Well, Joan's curiosity got the best of her, so she approached the two gentlemen. Why the left legs, she shouted over the noise of the music and the people. The first man leaned over and whispered something in her ear. Joan smiled and lifted her left leg in the air. After all, who wouldn't want to start off 2020 on their right foot? (laughs) Yeah, well, you probably saw that one coming, yeah. All right. So I do have some suggestions for setting off 2020 uh, on our right foot in terms of intentions. So who here has done a New Year's resolution before? And who here has done a resolution that basically died the second week of Jan? Yeah. All right. I think that was pretty much all the same hands again. (laughs) So how can we make resolutions? How can we set intentions for the year that work? Well, we're going to do that in a ceremony, but I do want to give you a, a few tips for being more successful. First of all, you have to make room for newness. If you're embarking upon some new way of doing, some new activity, some new habit, even some new way of looking at life, there does have to be a space for it. And so consider if there's anything that's blocking you. Because so often what happens is we we have maybe a New Year's resolution of exercising three days a week or of uh, maybe picking up new eating habits. And and what we have perhaps failed to do is, well, when is that exercise going to fit into my busy schedule? Or if I want to eat better, how and when am I going to learn about nutrition and so on and so forth? So, so often our great intentions don't have a room in our life. I mean, we're busy people. Where am I going to fit this in? And sometimes it's literal room, like, like room on the schedule or room in your house or something like that for some new activity. But sometimes it's room on the inside. Sometimes we're so wound up in our old ways of being that it really doesn't have a chance for newness to come in. And so one of the things that we'll be doing today, you'll, you'll see on the end there, we have a, a burning box uh, where we can leave our troubles. Well, you can think of your troubles as whatever might be keeping you from exploring that newness that you desire. It might just be a frame of mind even. Perhaps we want to give up feeling not worthy of the good life. Maybe we want to give up the idea of having to have everything under our control, right? If newness is for you, it's uh, probably unreasonable to think you're going to be able to control something that's brand new to you, right? Maybe we need to release and feel free to embrace something that's new. The other thing, though, that I want to talk about is the idea of setting intentions from the inside out. So often I think we're focused on some outer goal, you know, how I'll look if I can fit into the tuxedo I wore to my high school graduation kind of thing, right? We we want to picture ourselves down the path quite a bit in some end state. And, and there's nothing wrong with that, but I would ask you, Uh, Well, I'll use myself as an example. Larry, are you the same young man that wore that tuxedo in high school, right? You have different habits. You have different ways of thinking. If you want to make a change, we need to start on the inside. It's not the best idea to somehow imagine what the outside would be because the outside is being produced right now by what's on my inside currently. (laughs) And just wishing that I fit into that 28-inch waist tuxedo (laughs) is just wishing, isn't it? (laughs) And so what is it? What youthful energy do I want to take on? What, What would make me more in line with myself as a younger man, if that's really my goal? And the other thing this does, too, is it perhaps even has you examine your goals for reality, right? Do I really want to be that skinny again? I don't think so, actually. I'm pretty comfortable in this body the way it is. So, so what is it that I really want to change? We have to ask ourselves, the bottom line is, what is it that I really want to change about me on the inside to then be able to see more of what I like on the outside. If I want more peace in my life, how can I become more peaceful? If I want more abundance in my life, how can I begin having more abundant thoughts? If I want to experience greater love or more intimacy in a relationship, how do I change the inside of me? Not the other people that will be involved or help. They're on their own path. How do I become more loving? How do I have more evidence of my willingness for intimacy? And so often I think it's, a, it's maybe a small adjustment to some of our New Year's resolutions to have it be a change in us that then is reflected outwardly in the world. But if we start with ourselves, for one thing, we have greater control over that, wishing for other people and circumstances in the world to be different. You know what? They have their own choices. <laughs> they may be on a different path, but I do have some control over my own thoughts. My own feelings, my own desires. And so when I start from the inside and then allow it to work out, that's how really we change the world. So let me go over just a, a couple tips and then we'll get started. First of all, we make sure we're prepared to make room for this newness we desire. We talked about that. We build the intentions into our life. We make a habit out of it. So what I know is that habits are something that do stick with us. And so if we can find a way of building whatever newness we desire into a regular habit, we're less likely to lose track of it. And uh, habits, of course, are always better when we start small. Better to do one push-up, literally. Better to do one push-up every single day, because you won't have much resistance to that. Until it becomes an absolute habit, right? And then you can up it to two or five or a hundred or whatever is appropriate for you. Uh, But until you build it into a habit, it's unlikely that you're going to keep up with it. Especially if it's something, and here is another hint, especially if it's something that you don't naturally like doing, so I remember a few years ago, my goal was to become more physically fit. And I went over and I met with a weight trainer. And, uh, and he was uh, really useful in showing me how to use all the machines at the, at the gym. And, and I think I went twice, to be perfectly honest. Because I hated it. <laughs> well, you, I hope you expect honesty from me. <laughs> I hated it. But you know what? When I was there, I noticed an aerobics class going on. And the people actually seemed to be having fun. And the people were a little social with each other. And so guess what I discovered about myself? It isn't that I hate exercise. It's that I hate certain forms <laughs> of exercise. So, so here's a, a really powerful tip for you. When you have an intention, make sure that the process of that intention, that what it's bringing to you step by step is something that you do like doing. So if your uh, intention for the year is to eat better, make sure you're eating better, but also things you like to eat, (laughs) right? Because then you'll have the motivation to follow through. If what you desire is to go back to school, make sure at least initially that there are classes you enjoy. Maybe not the ones that fulfill some requirement, but you hate taking them, right? At least until you get into the habit of being back in school. Take a class that just knocks your stop off. Something that would be really fun. We want to, we want to get your enthusiasm up. We've made room somehow for this new activity, for this new way of being, for this new intention. We've made room for it. And now we're going to bring the pleasure into it so that it can easily, easily become a habit. Okay. I next want to offer you just a a little bit of motivation. And I'm going to do it with one of my favorite authors, Howard Thurman. This is his writing, The Moments of High Resolve. He says, keep before me the moments of my high resolve. Despite the dullness and barrenness of the days that pass, if I search with diligence, I will always find a deposit left by some former radiance. I had simply forgotten. At the time, it was full-orbed, it was glorious, it was resplendent. I was sure that I would never forget this commitment. In the moment of its fullness, I'm sure that it would illuminate my path for the entire rest of my journey. But I had forgotten how easy it is to forget. There was no attempt to betray what seemed so sure at the time. My response was whole, it was clean and authentic. But little by little, there crept into my life the dust and grit of the journey. Details, lower level demands, all kinds of cross currents, nothing momentous, nothing overwhelming, nothing flagrant, just the wear and tear of life. If there had been a direct challenge, a clear cut issue, I would have fought it to the end beyond And so, in the quietness of this place, surrounded by the all pervading presence of Spirit, my heart whispers Keep fresh before me the moments of my high resolve, that in fair weather or in foul, in good times or in tempests, in the days when the darkness and the foe are nameless or familiar, I may not forget that to which my life is now committed. Keep fresh before me the moments of my high resolve. To do that, you need a plan. That is my last suggestion, my last hint for setting intentions. If it's only an intention on New Year's Eve and you don't at least have the first couple steps outlined that you're going to take, it's going to be that wishful hopeful. It's going to be that thing that you only wished you had done. So if your plan is to get better exercise or nutrition, what your first step is to maybe explore fitness centers in your area or, or to find out a, a class in nutrition. You, it's like we need to have those steps beginning to plan. Now, you don't necessarily need to know all of them. What I know is that Spirit will, will keep presenting what is next for you to do. But we do have to plan at least for those first couple steps. If you're headed back to school, it's time to meet with the registrar. If there's more intimacy you want in your life, maybe it's time to read a book about about healthy relationship. Uh, Whatever it is that you desire in life, that first step or two has to be part of your plan or you don't have a plan. So we're gonna embark upon our golden bowl ceremony and to get us ready for that, I'd invite you just to close your eyes for a moment. See in your mind's eye if there's something that your spirit wishes you to highlight in 2020. Maybe it's something that you want to increase or grow into. What high resolve could be at work in your life? Is it a new plan? Is it an idea that you wish to explore? This whole month we've been talking about new ideas and new creations. Is there something that you would like to create either in the world or in yourself that's new this coming year? Now it might be something uh, fully fleshed, an idea you really want to explore, or it might be something simple like just more love, more wholeness, more joy. So it can be as, uh, as fully fledged as you wish or something just simple like enjoying life, enjoying health, enjoying beauty in the coming year. Often our spirit speaks in metaphor, so be open to pictures and ideas as well as words in your mind. You might ask your higher power, what newness do I wish to experience in 2020 and just allow pictures images thoughts words heartfelt experiences just to come into your mind is it love is it peace is it joy is it a grand plan for education or romance is it a new job or a new house a new life a new you What expression of the divine will move your soul forward in 2020? And once you have that in your mind, ask yourself, is there anything standing in the way of that? Is there some obstacle that you'd like to give up? Is there some self-doubt? Are there fears of lack of lack? Does this goal seem too complicated or too troublesome? These are all things that we would cheerfully give up in the pursuit of of this new goal. So begin thinking of, of what might be seen as an obstacle in your mind, what might be seen as a needless complication, and just allow yourself to be willing to give it up. We close our service today with a blessing of these intentions. In my hands I hold the love, the joy, the peace, the wisdom, the health, the beauty, the abundance, the balance, the joy. I hold the intentions of this congregation to be most sacred. And I know as we say our prayers every day in the prayer room upstairs, that these intentions are further energized and activated. I know that these intentions, as we hold them in our own personal hearts, are made real for us. I know that as co-creators with Spirit itself, these good intentions are simply made real for us. And so as we go about this week in this coming month and the months ahead, we can do so with certainty and confidence. This is who I am in 2020. This is my life in 2020. These are my intentions made real in 2020. And so for this, I give great thanks. For this, with certainty, I release this prayer into the activity into the action of the law. This is the law. This is the spirit that always says, yes, I let it be. And together we say, and so it is. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you happen to be in the Portland, Oregon area, we'd love to have you visit in person. The Portland Center for Spiritual Living is located at 6211 Northeast Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. We have inspirational services at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. every Sunday. We also have many programs, classes, and workshops developed just for our online audience. To find out more, go to our website at cslportland.org and look under the Online tab. Allow us to become part of your extended spiritual community. Wherever you are on your spiritual journey, you are most welcome at the Center for Spiritual Living.